Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Yes, we will. And we're going to give you some tools to do exactly that. Brothers and sisters, welcome. We are part of the greatest political movement that American history has ever seen. It is pro-America, pro-freedom, pro-life, and we are pro-Trump because he is leading this movement. He isn't the movement. He said this and constantly says it in his uh, rally speeches. Uh, It is not that it's about him as much as it's about us because he's representing us, standing for us, fighting for us, and that's why the left hates him so much. I'm going to give you some tools to fight against this political persecution of the president, which is in its essence a political persecution of us all. Welcome, friends. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone. I direct the ministry called Priests for Life, one of the largest pro-life groups in the world, and it is sure great to have you with us. So we're going to do as we always do. We're going to go to the Word of God, we're going to pray. We want to pray for you, so feel free in the comments, together with your own thoughts and observations, uh, put your prayer requests as well. Uh, and then we're going to talk about, I'm going to give you a couple of tools. I'm going to give you some insights into what, what we need to be doing right now. So the book of Proverbs, the book of Proverbs in chapter 9 uh, says the following about wisdom. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her beasts, she has mixed her wine, she has set her table. She has sent out her young women to call from the highest places in the town. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. To him who lacks sense, she says, come eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. Whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abuse. And he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer, or he will hate you. Give instruction. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be wiser still. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. For by me your days will be multiplied, the years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you scoff, you alone will bear it. Let us pray. Father, you have given wisdom to the world in Jesus Christ. He is our only Savior, Lord, the only hope of humanity. We thank you for the wisdom that comes in his word, the wisdom in which you guide us by his spirit, the wisdom that in which we encourage one another 
<clears throat> and that guides this nation as it has guided from the beginning. Our founders knew, Lord God, that they were not the source of wisdom, but that you were, and that you are throughout the centuries. Lord God, we turn to you as they did, and we trust ourselves to your providence as they did. We appeal to you for our motives, for they are pure. We want freedom for ourselves and for our posterity. We want life. We want a culture of life, not one that throws its own children in the garbage. Bless us, Lord, and free us from the, from the cunning tricks of the evil one, from the persecution and prosecution of our, by our enemies. Lord God, free us from the evil and the tyranny that are reasserting themselves in America. Enable us to serve you with clear consciences and free hearts. Enable us, Lord, to learn how to use the tools you provide us to root out this corruption from our midst and to resist all tyranny. We ask all this in the name and through the power of the only Lord, the only Savior, the only hope of humanity, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. All right, friends. Um, you know, I was with uh, I was with um, Ken Blackwell over the weekend at, at a large meeting of many conservative leaders. I was with Charlie Kirk and and many others whom whom you would know. But Ken uh, Blackwell was updating us about election strategies and whatnot. I'm going to share a few things with you uh, that are very encouraging and. Uh, but he, he quoted, a, uh, I think he said it was from his uh, grandfather. And, you know, it kind of speaks to the, 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 the reading that I just read as well. You know, we're in, a, we're, in a, we're in a country where there are many wise people, and we've got to learn from them and listen to them. Uh, and we're in a country where there are many fools. Uh, and there are many people who are corrupt, as President Trump says in his speeches. You know, these are sick people, they really are, who are trying to impose uh, tyranny on us again. And there are a lot of people in the middle who, whom we can convince and whom we can persuade. But you got to know the difference between the people who, uh, you know, that, that, that serenity prayer, you know, Lord, give me the serenity to accept the things I, uh, I cannot change, the uh, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. The wisdom to know the difference between the fool who are the reading in Proverbs referred to, and there's a lot of quotes in, in, in verses in Proverbs about, about fools and the difference between the foolish and the wise. And one of the big differences between the foolish and the wise, as this reading brought out, is that you can teach the wise, and, and you can teach those who are open to wisdom, even if they might not be at the same level of wisdom. But the fool is defined by his resistance to teaching. They don't want to know. They don't want to be persuaded. They don't want to value the things we value. They don't want to dialogue. They don't want to compromise. They just want to destroy. They're out for themselves, for their own power. They have just got to be put out of power, not reasoned with, because these are people who don't even believe in reason. We have to have the wisdom to know the difference. We're the sowers of the seed. Like Jesus, you know, we, we proclaim the gospel. We let the light shine in, in, into all the world. But my goodness, we've got to realize that there are people that are against us out there that, uh, that we don't waste our time with anymore. We don't have time to waste. 
We've got to save this country, and saving this country does not require converting everybody. It doesn't even require converting most. We've got to work on the people that we can change. So going back to the quote that Ken, uh, Ken inherited from his family, he says, be, you know, don't, 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 don't spend time uh, trying to get the radical left onto your side. He said, because here's the quote, bees don't spend a lot of time convincing flies that honey is better than dog poop. And it's like, yeah, you know, if you can't, they, they, they just don't. They just don't. All right. So you know what? The left is going crazy. And the Democrats are hitting the panic button. Because things haven't turned out. And this is one of the things Charlie Kirk was talking about in his address at the special meeting I attended this week. Uh, things aren't turning out the way the left anticipated. And I want you to be confident. I want you to be courageous. I want you to be joyful in the midst of this battle. Not despairing. We have no reason for despair or discouragement. We have reason for alarm. Of course we do. That's one of the things we're trying to stir up here is alarm. We're also trying to stir up confidence is because from confidence can arise the action that we need to take. And I'm going to give you a couple of tools today. But start off with the mental framework that the left is in panic mode because things aren't turning out the way that they anticipated in regard to the primaries, the presidential primary, in regard to Trump, in regard to Biden, and in regard to us. What do we mean? Just to summarize it briefly. They were counting on a competitive primary. They thought, you know, with all the difficulties President Trump is facing, it's going to be a real tough thing for him to get the nomination now, of course, many analysts are saying the primary is over for all practical purposes. Again, we respect everybody who who, who has an, an opinion about, about uh, who they prefer in the primaries. You know, everybody is welcome here, and and uh, we, we respect each and every one of you and your right to to choose your, your, your voter preference. But the fact of the matter is it's so lopsided and the, the, the President Trump's lead is so gigantic despite everything the left has been throwing at him. And that's the point I'm making here about the mindset of the left. They thought he was going to face a competitive primary. Oops. Second thing, second thing, in regard to President Trump himself, they thought that all this lawfare, these 91 charges, four indictments, federal level, state level, court dates now piling one on top of another and interfering with the dates of the election and the campaigning and drawing financial resources. from They thought that this would create a wounded animal syndrome, that President Trump would, you know, lose his mind and start saying, doing crazy things and so forth, and that would cause the American people to reject him. Instead, he's moving forward with absolute determination Complete confidence, not even afraid of prison. He's not even nothing even. See, the battle is in the mind of the enemy. He's a great example of this principle of warfare. That the battle is in the mind of the enemy. Remember the uh, Meet the Press interview uh, this past uh, Sunday. They asked him, uh, "You so you uh, when you go to sleep at night, do you think about uh, going to prison? Does that worry you?" No, he says, "I don't even think about it." There's the victory right there. The victory's in the mind. It starts there. Battle is in the mind of the enemy. Your enemy wants to get inside your head. 
and make you worry. Move forward with confidence. Be concerned, be aware, be alarmed, be vigilant, but don't ever be distracted and discouraged. Okay, so what they thought would happen to President Trump. Oops! Didn't quite turn out that way. Third thing, what they thought in regard to Biden. Maybe they had some notion, the left and the Democrats, he'd do a little bit better than he's doing. But both in terms of, well, in three areas, in terms of his competence, ability to put two sentences together, or to find his way off a stage, or to remember things, or to stop constantly creating fictitious stories that he does all the time, or whether it's uh, his accomplishments, the only thing he's good at is destroying the country, or whether it's the legal troubles that he and his family are getting into, that's not going as the left had hoped or expected. Oops. And then the fourth oops, us. Their attitude and their expectations about us. They thought that they would demoralize us. Stop our movement. Divide us among ourselves. Slow us down. Dampen our enthusiasm. Oops! That didn't happen either. Friends, the left and the, the, the radical Democrats, they're so disconnected from reality, they're incapable of analyzing these things anyway. They don't know what they're doing, what they're thinking. They don't know their left hand from their right, up from down, right from wrong. They are sick people. Things are not turning out the way they thought. Good for them. They deserve every ounce of the disappointment and the panic that they're experiencing. All right. Tools. Today, this very day, September 19th, a day we've been looking forward to for Mark Levin's book. I hope you've ordered your copy. Now, this is, I don't get any, I don't have any arrangement with them. I don't get anything for this. No, this is a book you have to read. The Democrat Party Hates America. Let me read. A, a, it's available as of today. Some of you pre-ordered it like I, I was encouraging you to do. Let me read uh, from Amazon here. Just go on Amazon, get the book. The seven-time number one New York Times bestselling author, radio host, and Fox News star returns to the page to reveal the radically dangerous Democrat agenda that is upending American life. In his previous book, American Marxism, Mark Levin explained how Marxist ideology has invaded our society and our culture. He exposed the institutions, the scholars, the activists leading the revolution. Now in this new book, he picks up where he left off to hold responsible the true malefactors steering our country down the wrong path. Insightful and hard-hitting as ever Levin proves, that since its establishment, since its establishment, the Democrat Party has set out to rewrite history and destroy the foundations of freedom in America. More than a political party, it's the entity through which Marxism has installed its philosophy and its new revolution. As in a Thomas Paine pamphlet or a clarion call from Paul Revere, Levin alerts his fellow Americans to the destruction this country is facing 
and rallies them to defeat the threat in front of us more looming than ever. He writes, quote, every legal, legitimate, and appropriate tool and method must be employed in the short and long run to defeat the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party must be resoundingly conquered in the next election and several elections thereafter, or it will become extremely difficult to undo the damage it is unleashing at breakneck pace. End of quote. The Democrat Party hates America. Get that book. If you're a pro-life person like, like me working in this movement full-time to restore a culture of life, this book points out our greatest enemy. If you are working in any of the other areas of freedom and, and principles for America first policy and, 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 and just the building on the accomplishments that we saw under President Trump, this, this book is for you. If you're even remotely interested in politics, this book is for you. Another book right on the horizon, release date October 3rd, is another book I've been telling you about from Dick Morris. And the title has been in uh, apparently in development here. Here's the final uh, title, what this book is called. Corrupt, the Biden family's dark money. Corrupt, the Biden family's dark money by Dick Morris. Look it up, get your copy, order it on Amazon. Here's, uh, let me read a little bit about this one. Each day brings shocking new revelations of the depth and breadth of the corruption of the Biden family. From China to Ukraine to Moscow to Iraq to Kazakhstan to Costa Rica to Florida to Romania and stops in between. The Biden family has been busy enriching itself by trading off the public offices and power accumulated by its mastermind, Joe Brandon Biden. The corruption of our own elected leaders is the crux of America's difficulties. U.S. laws do not prevent politicians, even presidents, from using their families to take bribes and payoffs before, during, and after they serve us in public office. New York Times best-selling author Dick Morris is a winning presidential strategist. The, the man that Time magazine dubbed the most influential private citizen in America. In his new book, Corrupt, the Biden Family's Dark Money, Dick lays out the case against the Biden family, years of corruption and grift, at the expense of taxpayers and at the expense of the security of the United States of America. You know, we have the evidence. You know, the Democrats, you, you hear them on the, on the news and on social media, them trying to say uh, recently, oh, well, but there's no shred of evidence that the Biden family is involved in corruption. You know, there are no words to describe how disconnected that is from reality. The evidence is right there. It couldn't be clearer. The testimonies, the bank records, video, audio. Um, what more evidence do you possibly want? Oh, but these people, they're just in denial. But not only is it a question, and we've talked about this before, you'll see it in the book, of what Biden and his family got from countries like China, but the book also examines what did, what did they get in return? What did, what did Biden give to China? Uh, it all begins to make sense why we're behaving the way we're behaving with American foreign policy when you consider the corruption of the people at the helm. They got to get out of office. 
as soon as possible. Now, they're trying to keep President Trump out of office with the political persecution that's going on that you know about as well as I do. I want to point out something you can do. Now, I understand as soon as I say this, some people are going to say, oh, Father Frank, how can you be recommending to us, you know, the to do this because uh, these people aren't going to do anything. Yeah, but they've got to feel the pressure. We've got to do something as citizens to make our voices heard and put pressure on those in the government who are capable right now. And this is something that has a short time frame. I'm talking about within this next week and a half. Who can do something about stopping the political persecution of President Trump. And that is stop funding it. As you may be aware, September 30th is the deadline for Congress to fund, have the budget for, for, for funding the government for the coming year. So either there's going to be a budget, there's appropriations bills that are voted on to, to say how much money are we going to put into different agencies and programs, like a dozen different bills. Or they can just um, push the can down the down the track by uh, a continuing resolution, and or there can be a government shutdown, which really, you know, it's not as bad as it sounds. It's a it's a it's a delay in certain people getting you know getting their their paycheck who who work it for the federal government. It's a delay. They under, they get the money, but later. Why are we funding the Department of Justice if it's engaged in this unprecedented, un-American attack on a political opponent? That's the question we need to ask right now of our members in Congress. If this is happening, which it clearly is, I mean, it's unprecedented. The Department of Justice at the direction of Brandon is targeting its key political opponent. That's not a way things work. That's not how politics work. We don't want the Department of Justice deciding our elections. So why should we give them? It takes money. Why would we fund them? We've got to tell our Republican members of, of the House of Representatives, look, stop. Stop the money. Until they stop the persecution we stop paying them. 202-224-3121. The Congressional Switchboard. Brothers and sisters, could you please call your representative? 202-224-3121. Could you call your representative in Congress today and say, we do not want the Department of Justice funded while they are continuing these political persecutions of President Trump and his associates. Enough is enough. Now we draw the line in the sand. 202-224-3121. Again, I understand. I share the frustration. Oh, what they're not going to do anything. Yeah, but don't let them not do anything without anybody complaining about it. Let them hear your voice. Put enough pressure. Who knows? Maybe that together with some prayers and the grace of Almighty God. Some of them will wake up. Or at least they'll realize we're noticing, we, we know that there's something they can do, and we're going to take note 
either of their courage or of their cowardice. 202-224-3121. I want you to listen to my friend and and colleague uh, Tom Fitton. I was with him this weekend as well at this gathering of uh, conservative uh, leaders. Uh, And he talked about this uh, recently on his program. Let's take a listen to what he says. Again, urging people, hey, listen, tell Congress while they're working out these budgetary matters and this flow of the money, we don't want our taxpayer money funding this political persecution. Take a listen. I'm Tom Fitton. I'm president of Judicial Watch, America's leading government watchdog organization. Uh, We have a simple request for Congress, do your job. It's not enough to do investigations and reports. We need to stop the government corruption and abuse uh, that is so concerning to the American people. Uh, In this new budget fight, or basically the old budget fight that we're being asked to pretend is new, uh, there's an inflection point. Are we gonna continue to fund Republicans in the House the wild abuse by the Biden administration of its political opponents the mass censorship of tens of millions of Americans, the border invasion we've heard so much about, and the other wild abuses of power that are right now fully funded with Congress. And I don't know what we're talking about with a clean CR. I see a dirty CR, a CR that will fund the worst, the dirty politics and corruption in our federal government. And there's a positive moral obligation right now, not next year, but right now, to stop the abuses, the effort to jail Trump on pretextual, unprecedented charges in a way never seen before in American history. An obligation to stop right now the Biden administration's censorship of tens of millions of Americans. The obligation to stop right now the illicit use of tax monies to fund abortions in our military and elsewhere. The uh, right, we need to stop right now the attack on children through the promotion of transgender extremism. We need to stop right now the lack of serious investigation into the Biden administration corruption, specifically Biden corruption. We need a Justice Department or a special counsel that has confidence of the American people. All of these issues can be addressed in this continuing resolution. And if they don't want to address it, that suggests to me those who who vote for it are on the side of corruption and those who oppose it are on the side of justice. Thank you very much. So, uh, if, you're, if you are interested in having Congress do the work and do the heavy lifting that's necessary to stop this corruption, because they know, they know what's happened, you know, so are they gonna keep on funding it or not, okay? This is where the rubber meets the road over the next six weeks. Are they going to keep on funding it or not? Now, the establishment will say, you can't not not fund the government, right? You have to fund the government. Doesn't matter what you're spending the money on, it just has to, you know, the spice must flow, to quote the the great book, uh, Dune. We've got to keep the money flowing. So if you've got concerns about the FBI being funded to target Americans and harass Americans. You've got concerns about the Justice Department interfering in our elections or obstructing justice to help Hunter. 
If you're concerned about uh, agencies of the Biden administration censoring Americans, that has to be funded. If you're concerned about uh, military academies uh, telling their students, their cadets, their midshipmen that America is racist and uh, and we we have to support Marxist critical race theory, that has to be funded. If you support this crazed prosecution in Fulton County or up in New York City against Trump where they're trying to jail him for 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 doing his job as president, literally, that has to be funded. Federal money's half the flow to Fulton County. There can be no cutoff. They're essentially going to be ratifying it unless they do something about it. Now, there are some congressmen who are going to be submitting appropriations bills. I think Congressman Clyde and Congressman Biggs and a few others, Congressman Gates, they've talked about doing this. So the, these are all opportunities for accountability and, um, and, 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 and not only that, but it actually could fix some of the misconduct and stop it. So it's all coming up. So you gotta, you gotta talk to your members of Congress and let them know what you think. Thank you, Tom Fitton and Judicial Watch. I'm sure many of you uh, follow Tom's work. He laid it out. Now, look, we're not saying the Republicans are the solution to our problems. Like Dan Bongino says, we are saying the Democrats are the cause of all these problems. Uh, it's not that the Republicans are the solution. It's not this is the only thing we're supposed to do. But we're giving you a tool here. We're giving you an idea. At least let them hear the idea. Let them know you're convinced that we should not be funding this corruption. 202-224-3121. 202-224-3121. That is the capital switchboard. You just call that number. And you tell them where you live, and please connect me with my representative in the House of Representatives in Congress. Okay. Again, and what you tell them is, you know, I know you're working on the budget. And, and, and Tom mentioned six weeks. This is because that, that he was talking a few weeks ago. Now we're talking about just a week and a half. We know you're working on the budget. We don't want funding for a Department of Justice that is abusing its power. That's the point. All right. Now, it's not just doing that. It's your voice to your fellow citizens. That's even more basic. It's us influencing voters within our circles to win this election by kicking the Democrats out of power. And again, two of the big tools I gave you were those two books, one of which comes out today, The Democrat Party Hates America by Mark Levin, and the other one, Corrupt. The Biden family's dark money coming out by uh, Dick Morris. Get those two books, read them, pass them along, share the, the wisdom and the information that's in them. These are going to be really great tools to equip you for these coming months of election battles. We've got to brand the Democrat Party. We've got to brand them. They are the party of corruption. They are the party of the abuse of power. They are the party of unlimited abortion, as we were discussing last night. They are the party that hates America. Thanks, friends. This is our task now. Let's turn to the Lord in prayer. Father, we love America. We know that the Democrat Party hates America. We uphold the integrity of public officials who strive for our Constitution and our, our liberties. And Lord God, we, we call out those who do not. Enable us to do this. Enable us to raise our voices. 
Enable us, Lord, to raise our voices to our elected representatives, knowing that there are few, few men and women of courage. But nevertheless, that will not deter us from speaking out and calling them to their responsibilities. Lord God, bless us and encourage us as we move forward in saving America. We pray for America, and in doing so, we pray for one another. Hear all the intentions. Grant all the needs and prayers of your people, those that have been expressed here and those that remain in the silence of their hearts. Bless us now, Lord, as we pray in the words our Savior gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thanks, friends. It's a, it's a great encouragement to have so many thousands of you with us from across the nation and around the world. Thank you, international friends uh, who love America as well. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, director of Priest for Life. Connect with me on social media. You see my address there in the lower third, at, at FR Frank Pavone, at FR Frank Pavone on all the social media platforms. We'll see you there, and we'll see you back on this program tomorrow. Please spread the word about praying for America. God bless. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.